Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. This is Tarika Wheeler, your career and mindset strategist, and you are listening to Professional DNA. How are you? I hope you had an amazing week last week. You know, we, if you're listening to Professional DNA in order of the episodes, last week we had a toughie of a conversation and we dug into the big A, accountability. We talked about personal accountability and also how to create the right accountability circle. Does anybody have a good accountability circle out there? You know, I do. And I have different people for different things because I have different areas of my career and different areas of my personal life where I need to be held accountable. So I really hope that you were able to dig in. I hope you've been able to lick your wounds a little bit because I know it can get a little bit rough when we're talking about holding ourselves accountable, being committed to the things that we said we were going to do and making sure that we have people to help us get there. And also we're holding our own selves accountable with that personal accountability. So I hope that you were able to dig in. If not, go back and listen is a great episode and one that I know will help you. You know, I this week wanted to be sure that I was responding to some of you guys' requests. I love getting emails. I love getting DMs around topics. And so sometimes if I get a couple of requests that are the same, I will change the order of our episodes and jump in and make sure that I get you what you're asking for. As they say, give the people what they want. And one of the questions that I constantly receive is around preparation preparation for the week ahead. And so today we are going all in, ready, set, go. Strategies to prep for a productive week. I'm going to share with you the strategies that I use and then also talk with you about some general strategies that professionals use in order to get ready for the week ahead. I know Mondays can be scary. Sundays can be scary because you're getting ready for Monday and we're going to wipe that out because you are going to learn how to go into your week and be prepared so you can be productive, so you can feel as you are accomplishing things and you are successful as you journey through your week. So hold on to your hats, get your notebook, get a pen. We are going to talk about how to get ready for the week ahead. You ready, set, let's go. Okay, guys, we are back. And we are talking about getting ready for the week ahead. Ready, set, go. How can you prepare to have a productive week? A week that you feel good about, a week that you know you got things accomplished, you know you hit some milestones, you even check some goals off of your list. How do you do that? And I've had so many questions about, you know, Tariqa, what does your week look like? How are you preparing for the week? How do you ensure that your week is structured in a way to where you can get it all done? It seems like you're doing all the things. So how do you do that? And I want to dig into that a little bit today. You know, I know getting ready for Mondays can be full of anxiety. You hear people even talk about these days, the Monday scaries or the Sunday scaries. And For so many people, those scaries are real. Those scaries are real. And it has to do with, to me, you know, if you're feeling prepared for the week ahead or how did you leave the last week because you know that that's waiting for you as you prepare to go into this next week. So just the thought sometimes of getting ready for the week is like a horror movie for some people. And if I'm talking to you, hey, I get it. I get it. I can remember when 
I used to be in a place to where just the thought of going to work the next day would just give me so much anxiety. I would feel it come all over me. Just the thought of, you know, that getting up and driving to work in the morning when I was actually driving and going into the office sometimes, that would give me anxiety. And I just would feel like my heart would start racing. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what's wrong with me? But I will say a lot of the the Monday scaries or the Sunday scaries, it really has to do with preparation. Monday and every day after Monday for that whole week does not have to be scary. It doesn't, especially if you put a plan in place. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Because when you put a plan in place for your week ahead and you do that ahead of time, you will have ample time and space to really design a plan to fit in everything that awaits you in the days to come. You really can, but it's about planning and it's about being strategic. And you guys know me, I'm all about strategy and you've got to have a strategy when you're planning for your week, especially if you want that week to yield productivity. You want that week to be a week that you feel good about. You feel that you've accomplished things. You've hit some milestones. You feel successful. But the big question that I've been getting, um, which one, I'm super excited that you guys are emailing me. So please keep doing that. And if you you don't have my email, it's info at yourprofessionaldna.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear topics and what types of things you'd like me to address. What would you like me to talk about? Because this is for you. These weekly conversations are for you. They're for us. How can we level up? How can we, quite frankly, as I say, kick butt professionally? And it's going in on some of these really important topics like these, right? Like this, like something like this. You know, how do you get prepared to have a productive week ahead? So the question I get is how, right? That's what I'm hearing. How? How can you prep for a productive week? And when I say ready, set, go, I mean get ready. You know, people say, get ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Get ready, right? And let's set some goals and go execute. Get ready, set some goals, go execute. Your first step of getting ready, I'm going to challenge you to say, it's your professional DNA. Have something that gets you going, that gets you geared up, that shifts your mind and puts you in a place to where you're getting ready for the week ahead. So that's one way you can get ready is make sure you tune into professional DNA every Sunday. Just the the conversation that, you know, should be hopefully educating you and empowering you and liberating you to go into that next week, that that starts to shift the mind a bit and then set some goals. And we're going to talk about um, five strategies today in which one of them is about kind of that goal setting throughout the week so that you know what you're trying to accomplish and then go execute you know, boldly and confidently go into your week and be ready to execute. And you may say, okay, well, Trika, you know, everything that I plan, what if there's the things that come from left field and right field that I had no idea that was coming? And you know, that happens. But when you have a plan, you can then kind of pick apart pieces of that plan to make room for the unexpected. But it's when you don't have a plan that everything just, you know, seems to go disarray and just goes to complete crap. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, I don't even know where to start. Well, you weren't ready. You weren't ready. So getting ready is not just about getting ready for what you know is coming, but getting ready will also help you with the things that you don't know that are coming, the things that we cannot anticipate. And again, just come flying out of left field, out of nowhere. But when you have a good plan and a grasp around your week already, you can kind of move some things around to make room 
for, you know, as I tell people, the foolery, right? It can make room for sometimes the the things that come out. You're just like, wait a minute, where did that come from? I wasn't expecting that. But you know what? I got a handle on my week and I know where I can fit that in. All right. So we are going to dig in today to five strategies that you can use. And again, there's a ton. There's a ton of different things that you can do, but I want to hone in on five that you can use to get ready for the week ahead that you can use to prep for the productive week. Okay. So I want you to shift your thinking a little bit. And I want to I want to start digging into mindset a bit more in our conversations each week because the mind is a powerful tool. The mind is really what drives what comes to life for us, right? So if you're thinking it and you're speaking it, ultimately those are the types of things that are going to happen. And so I want us to shift the way we're even thinking about how we approach our professional journeys. I don't want you to be interested in your professional journey. I don't want you to be interested in getting ready for the week ahead, right? Oh yeah, I'm interested in that. No, I want you to shift from interested to committed. Okay, you catch that? Write that down. I hope you have your notebook. If not, on this next break, go get it and come back because I need you to be ready and I need you to stop just being interested and shift from being interested to committed. So many times we are interested in things that we never actually commit to getting it done. So don't say, oh, that's interesting. I'm interested in that episode. No, I want you to commit to say, I'm ready to be in a place where I can have a productive week, that I'm not going to walk into my Mondays with a ton of just anxiety and stress and fear. I'm not going to, you know, walk into the evening of my Sunday and have anxiety and stress and fear. I'm actually going to come into my Sunday and come into my Monday boldly and confidently because I am committed to doing so. And the reason why I'm the reason why I'm committed to doing so is so that I can be my best unique self. Right? So I can continue to grow and level up professionally throughout this week, day after day after day. So I'm no longer just interested. I am committed. Okay? I want you to really take that, not just for today, but take that into practice. Stop just being interested in any old everything. Think about how do you shift interest into being committed? It's almost like a relationship, right? And, you know, I... A, a guy could be interested in you or, you know, a young lady could be interested in you. And you're sitting up here thinking, well, when are we going to get from interested to, are we in a committed relationship? When are you and your professional journey going to be in a committed relationship? I know I'm stepping on all kinds of toes. Don't, don't turn me off. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You're like, whoa, I thought we were talking about prepping for the week. We are, we are, but I need you to get a really good understanding that we have got to shift our thinking. When are you going to stop just being interested in growth, interested in career advancement, interested in leveling up professionally and be committed? I want you to be committed. And so today we're going to take a step in that commitment space because I want you to commit to taking the time to prepare each and every single week for the week ahead. So we're going to dig into these five strategies. Are you ready? Y'all like, oh my goodness, I thought this was going to be an easy week. It is going to be an easy week because it's going to help you commit to getting ready for your work week every single week, day after day. How do you commit to being ready? So go get your notebook if you don't have it yet. We're going all in right 
after this. This episode of Professional DNA is brought to you by Course Discovery, a new six-week virtual small group program for high-achieving professionals who are ready to level up in their careers but are unsure about the next step and are ready to develop the clarity they need to discover their unique value, shift their thinking, and design a strategy that will allow them to live on purpose, rapidly ascend in their careers, and get paid their true value so they can achieve the true happiness and harmony they desire. I'm ready to work with you. This is Tarika Wheeler, career and mindset strategist and the developer of Course Discovery. I welcome you to join me for a free discovery call. Go to yourpdna.com and sign up today for a free discovery call. Let's connect and talk about how to get you to the next level. Let's discover and reinvent your future self. Okay, guys, we're back and we're saying, ready, set, go. All right, say it with me. Ready, set, go. That's how I want you to go into this week. Ready, I'm ready, I'm getting set, and then I'm going to go execute. And we're talking about how can you get ready for the week ahead? How can you get ready for a productive week? And I'm sharing with you some strategies. We're going to go through five. But first, you know, I want to share a little bit about how I get ready for the week. And it includes some of these, these strategies. And I think everyone, you know, approaches their weeks differently. But for me, I carve out an hour and a half every Sunday to get ready for the week ahead. You're like, an hour and a half? Some of you guys may do more. Some of you may do about the same, and some of you might not do any. And the reason I carve out an hour and a half is for a couple of things. One, I don't just have one stream of income. And so I am having to prepare for all aspects of my world, all aspects of my world. So outside of being a wife and a mom, which that takes preparation, what's going on with the family as a whole for the week? What practices, what camps, what, you know, what's happening? My daughter's getting ready to go back to college, prepping for that. So there's so many things that are happening within the week that I have to prepare for that are not even to the professional space yet, just within my family. So I do that and get a handle on what's coming up for them. And then I'm like, okay, well, what's going on in mom's world? And so then I take a step back and I say, okay, what's happening in my kind of day-to-day project management space? What's happening in my consulting space and what's happening within my business? And I plan that out. What's happening with my clients, right? So I I have clients that I work with one-on-one. Uh, Course Discovery is here. If you guys haven't heard about Course Discovery, um, let me tell you, it is amazing. It's a brand new course that um, I recently launched after my Discovery Masterclass. And I want you to go to yourpdna.com and check out Course Discovery so you can learn all about it. It's a six-week virtual uh, group and or one-on-one program that is really helping high-achieving professionals get to the next level. So it's for you. It's for you and I want you to check it out. But I got a plan for that, right? Because I got to be sure that I'm on point for my clients because they need their strategists to be ready to go all in with them, right? And then there's talking to you every week, right? And I've got to prepare for a professional DNA. It's just a ton of things. And so there's no way that I can go into my week having this many things going on, multiple streams of income, multiple projects and activities 
all operating in purpose, mind you, but still have to be planned. They still have to be planned. And so I take about an hour and a half um, every Sunday to really just sit with my calendar and, you know, go through what's coming up in all areas. Um, I take some time to really just reflect and think about, you know, what do I need to happen this week? You know, talk about manifest manifestation. Like I try to really affirm what who I need to be and what I'm going to be in the week ahead and what I'm going to accomplish in the week ahead so that I can manifest that in happening. So I really take time to be strategic and I pull myself away from everyone so that I'm not distracted and I am committed as I talked about that, get away from interested, I am committed to spending at least an hour and a half to prep for my week ahead. Okay. So that's what I do. That's what I do. But I also want to share kind of some overarching strategies. And some of these pieces are strategies with, that I use within that one and a half hour block um, that I want to be able to share with you. So get those pins up and let's go all in. Ready, set, go. Number one, I want you to make a to-do list. And you've heard me talk about making to-do lists in other episodes of Professional DNA. And I think that they're critical because when you write it down, you make it plain. It's visual, it's there, you can see what you need. There is a split between thoughts when it comes to making to-do lists, okay? And when to make to-do lists, there's a split of thought. Some people say you should make a to-do list at the end of your week. So Friday's here or whatever your Friday is, because I know that I've got professionals from all different industries. And so your Friday, your end of week may actually be a Wednesday. So whatever your last day of your working week is, some say that's when you should make your to-do list for the week ahead. So you should kind of leverage the energy and the time of all the things that you just finished completing in your current work week, and then take some pause to write down so you can get ready for the next. The other kind of school of thought is that you complete your to-do list on Sundays. You use Sunday, the day before you're actually going to jump into uh, the next week so that you can really go through and prepare. It's really up to you. You know, I like to use Sunday. I like to use Sunday. In that hour and a half block, I like to use Sunday to really identify and get ready for the week ahead. Identify what task I need to do. Identify what things I need to focus energy on, what meetings I have coming up, you know, all of those types of things. I like to do that then. I also have a running to-do list. And so Fridays doesn't work necessarily for me because I've already got my list and I've been trekking against it and making notes towards it. So it's easier for me to kind of shut down on Fridays, have my weekend, and then utilize you know, my time on Sunday, that carved out time on Sunday to really prep for that week ahead. But whichever method you want to use, okay, however you want to execute this strategy, making a to-do list is key because you have to be clear about what is going forth in the week ahead. You have to be clear. And rather if that's closing it out on Friday or coming back to it on Sunday, you have to have a guide, right? Think of your to-do list as like a map and a guide for what has to get done in the week ahead. Alrighty. All right. So that's number one, make the to-do list. All right. Number two, visualize the week ahead. Visualize the week ahead. This is key because this gets to mindset. And when you can visualize where you want to be, when you can visualize where you need to be 
It's super powerful because that's the vision that you keep in your head. And then that's kind of what's driving you of what you've visualized that you want to be for your next week. How do you want to show up in that next week, right? What type of week do you really want to have? And not just a good week. So when I say visualize, I don't want you to just visualize, oh, last week was awful. It was terrible, which I have not, I've had some weeks that have not been so great. I think I've shared some of those with you guys. Like every week is not perfect. Every week is not great. And every week doesn't always go according to plan. Okay. We're just really honest there. It doesn't always go according to plan, but having a plan in place definitely is going to make that week feel a lot better when you have those tough ones that come up. But when you talk about visualizing the week ahead, I just don't want you to visualize a good week because what is a good week? right? What does that mean to you? So I want you to challenge yourself to really see yourself in the week. You know, what does that look like? How do you want to feel? What do you want to accomplish? Okay. What will make you feel productive? You know, I'm going to feel that I had an amazing week if. So I want you to be able to visualize and then complete that sentence. I've had a productive week if I, and then fill in the blank. I've had a good week if I, and then fill in the blank. So really visualize it all the way through. And when I, and and I know you guys hear me say visualize, I literally mean, think about it. Like see yourself at your desk, see yourself wherever your workstation is. I, I've, I've learned people, especially right now, because even though things are opening up, um, with the pandemic, everyone's not back into the office. Um, and I'm sure some of you guys are, and I'd love to hear about that. Tell me how it's going, going back into the office. I'm, uh, am working on a, an episode around that and going to be talking to folks because I know it's challenging. So if you're going back into the office, um, you know, with the, the pandemic kind of somewhat slowing down, I guess, and we're opening up a bit. I'd love to know what that looks like for you and how has that impacted you professionally? What is, what's different, you know, within your workspace? So, you know, share that with me. I'd love to hear it. Send me an email, send me a a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you on that. But when I say visualize, I really want you to think about where do you sit? Are you sitting in your office? Are you sitting in your workstation or cubicle? Are you at home and sitting in your home office? Are you sitting in the living room, the dining room table? Are you sitting in bed? Wherever you are when you are completing your work. I want you to visualize yourself there. I want you to visualize yourself in meetings, on Zoom calls, conference calls. What does that look like? What does that feel like? What is going to make you productive? And one of the things that I'll challenge you to do is go back to a time where you didn't feel productive. Go back to a time where you didn't have a good meeting. You didn't have a good week. And what was it about that that went wrong? So that way you can visualize the opposite, right? You can visualize the opposite. So for example, huge, huge, huge um, challenge of mine, like I just don't understand, is how people can have meetings without agendas. That blows my mind. I don't understand how you can have meetings without agendas. There's this assumption that everyone's supposed to know what's going on just because you stated at the top of the call. And then we're 15 and 20 minutes in and maybe maybe everybody doesn't even remember what you said at the beginning of the call. And now it's like, wait a minute, where are we? And there's no agenda. So let's say for me, a challenge from a previous week might have been something around an agenda. Let's say for some reason, Tarika bumped her head and she didn't make an agenda (laughs) because I hardly ever don't do that, but I didn't make an agenda. How I would visualize myself and having a more productive meeting is 
Tarika has created an agenda agenda and has sent it out ahead of time to the team or, you know, to the individuals who are participating in the meeting. So again, it's like, what were those things that didn't go quite well? Think about that, reflect on that, and then let's visualize how to make that productive. What might that look like in the next week? How do we make it different? And when you visualize it, you can make it happen. So it's like, what makes it the reality, right? How do you really put yourself in the reality of a productive week? But you got to reflect. You got to visualize that week ahead, okay? They also think about, you know, what is it something that you need to do? What actions do you need to make happen? But again, you can't really do that unless you kind of reflect back in times where things didn't necessarily go your way if there's a similar situation. And then if it hasn't been a similar situation, good. You got a clean slate and you can visualize what you want it to be, period. Okay, so that's critical. That's critical. So number one was make a to-do list and think about when you're making that to-do list so that can be best for you. Number two was visualizing the week ahead, right? How do you want to show up? How do you want to see yourself? What is it that you want to accomplish? What are the actions that it's going to take to get there? All right, let's do the next one. The next one I really love, and it is something that I do and I add um, as a part of my time when I'm prepping, is doing a brain dump. I have so many things going on in my head all the time. (laughs) All the time, guys. Like, I'm always thinking about something, a new idea, new strategy. Oh, what if I did this? Oh, what if the team did this? What if I implemented this? What about this in my business? Oh, what about this for the podcast? What about this on social media? My mind, it's just like spinning, 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 spinning. And in a good way, like in a really positive energy, I'm just always thinking about um, what's next and what could be a really you know, cool thing to do. What's something strategic and actionable that we can do? And so this brain dump is different from the to-do list. As you are kind of winding down, like when is that winding down time for you so that you can kind of clear your head um, and you're winding down in your day, right? Whether if it's you're going into the weekend or you're going into um, the evening of Sunday, clear your mind, clear your mind and dump all of those ideas and thoughts that are racing, both positive and negative, and dump them onto a piece of paper. Clear your mind, write down your busy thoughts, right? And I'm doing air quotes here, (laughs) your busy thoughts. Write those down, put them in a journal, um, on, you know, a notepad that you use. You can even have like a, a notepad that you only use for brain dumps. Uh, make notes in your phone, whatever you need to do. But you have got to clear your brain. A part of that anxiety that some people feel is it's the busy thoughts that just ramble in our brains and go on and on and on. And we're never able to um kind of shut down. We're never able to really just step away because we always have so much going on in our head. And so I actually encourage you to do that every day. Every day before you wind down for the evening, put head to pillow, I really encourage you to do a brain dump. But definitely, especially as I'm wanting to reduce these Sunday and Monday scaries, you've got to get the thoughts out of your head. And a great way to do that is journaling, right? So just writing those things down, um, you know, just taking some notes on them, but get it out of your head so you can transition to sleep or transition to just focusing on something other than work, right? It's hard to focus on other things if your brain is just spinning 
with work. And it's hard to prep and get ready and really get a good night's sleep, which is so important, so incredibly important, if you don't wind down and empty your brain. So do that brain dump, okay? All right, great. We're going to take another quick break, and then we're going to come back for number four and number five. Um, so take a look at your notes. Again, we've got number one, make it make a to-do list. Number two, we're talking about visualizing that week ahead. How do we see ourselves? You know, how do we want to show up? What are the actions we need to do so that we can have the week that we visualize what we're trying to see? And then number three, doing that brain dump, right? How do we really prepare our minds to get away from those Monday and Sunday scaries? Let's dump it all out of our brain so that we can actually rest or we can shift to the next thing without having all those quote unquote busy thoughts. All right. We're going to be right back and we're going to do four and five and then close out for the day. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay, guys, we are back another episode of Professional DNA, and we're digging into how to have a productive week, getting ready for a productive week. Ready, set, go. And we've gone through uh, the first three strategies already. We've talked about um, you know, making a to-do list, visualizing that week ahead, and right before the break, we talked about doing a brain dump. The last two I want to talk to you about are really important because they have to do with so much about self, but it's things that you have to do and really be intentional behind them. And I, you know, just like our goals and our habits that we have, we have to be intentional about them. And when I say intentional, it means that you are setting up yourself to actually complete that task. You are putting things in place, putting steps in place and making, um, putting actions in place so that you can truly be intentional about accomplishing something. If you are not intentional about accomplishing something, oftentimes you might miss the mark because you haven't put things in place or positioned things around you so that you can be intentional. So number four is simply get ready. Number four is get ready. And this is really talking about your environment and your atmosphere that you create for work and being productive in the week ahead. You have got to prepare your workspace and wherever that workspace may be. If that workspace is at home, you have to ensure that you create a productive atmosphere that you are able to complete your day in an area, and it doesn't mean it always has to be the same area because I'm definitely a, um, you know, I'm definitely one who says, you know, if you work from your desk and you maybe need to get up and then go work from the kitchen table or then get up and go, you know, work outside on your patio or deck, go for it. But make sure that you're setting yourself up for success and setting yourself up to be productive by choosing the right atmosphere so that you can be productive, even in your office. Right. If you're if you're back in the office or never left the office, you know, what is on what's at your desk? Right. What's in your office? Are you do you have things in your office or on your desk that are going to allow you to be productive? Or do you have things in your office or workspace that are going to be distractions? Right. You're thinking about is my environment, is the atmosphere in which I am trying to do work? Right and I need to have a certain level of focus, is it really conducive to being productive? 
it even goes so far to think about your cell phone and the access that you have to your cell phone. That if you're working through a particular task, set your cell phone where it's out of reach. If you're if you're working on you know a task that requires you to be on your phone, that's different. But a lot of times the cell phone can be a distraction. A cell phone could be a trigger for actually procrastination because we may, you know, fear a task or you know the task may be difficult, it may be boring, it may be mundane, you know, whatever it is. And we talked a little bit about this um last week that you might just need to set your phone away from you so that it doesn't become that distraction. Um, you may need to ensure that you're away from where family is. You know, some of us are working from home who have kids and the kids are still at home. And there may be times where, yes, it's okay for everybody to coexist in the same space, but there may be some times where you absolutely have to separate yourself so that you can ensure that you can complete a task and be productive. A lot of times, and I've heard this from folks, especially during the pandemic, it's like, I see the dishes, I know there's laundry to do, there's all these different things going on, I absolutely have to take the time to go do them. But when you see that, and you put yourself in a position to where that's what's visible to you, then your task and deliverables for work, and and, and the things you need to do in order to be productive in your workday, really get pushed aside because you're switching into like home mode. So you absolutely have to put yourself in the right atmosphere. And as I say, get ready. Make sure that your space is ready. If you're, um, another thing about being remote is TV, right? So there may be a TV that's on. Some folks need that white noise in the background. And so if you were in the office, perhaps you were playing music and such, but TV is different because TV kind of tracks and takes you to the eye, right? And so you want to go see what you're hearing. So I really encourage you to do that. I really encourage you to, Build an atmosphere that's going to yield productivity. Okay, write that down. Build an atmosphere that's going to yield productivity. If you are not getting your space ready, right, whether you're at home or you're within the office, that's going to be a challenge. So I'll tell you guys, you know, I love um, characters, especially like little cartoon characters and stuff. But my favorite one is Elmo. Yes, yes, yes. Elmo is my favorite character. Um, I've had as an adult Elmo house shoes and I also had this Elmo um, kind of soft toy like doll or stuffed toy that was always at my desk always had him and the thing about Elmo you know some people may say it's 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 childish oh my goodness Tariqa you're a professional why do you have Elmo sitting on your desk I'd rather have Elmo sitting on my desk than have something else that's going to take my attention away and allow me to like play and function with that. So with Elmo, it's there and I love Elmo. Elmo reminds me to laugh and to giggle and to smile. And, but I don't actually play with Elmo, but I have him in my environment because he just makes me want, he gives me energy. Just looking at him just makes me want to laugh and play and smile, but it gives me that boost of energy in order for me to just push through my day. But if I had my phone as readily accessible as I had Elmo, I would be checking Instagram and Facebook, checking on my nieces, looking at all the various messages from my kids who know I'm at work and are (laughs) asking mom for something, Um, whatever it may be. I, you know, looking for lunch and seeing what we're going to have on, you know, using DoorDash, whatever it may be. And so I have to make sure for myself that I really put things around me that are going to... Um, support my productivity and not distract me. So that's what I mean by getting ready, okay? Get your space ready. I want you to think about what your space looks like right now, wherever you're getting up and going to work the next day, okay? Maybe your Monday is actually a Wednesday because again, 
all different professions that are listening. So I get that. Your first day back this week, what does your workspace look like? And I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you to create an atmosphere for productivity. Okay? Take Get rid of those distractions. And I want you to create and or build an atmosphere for productivity. I want you to do that this week. Okay? And let's see how, how your week differs. You're already going to make a to-do list. And you're going to visualize what you want to see, right? How do you want to show up? How do you want your week to to happen? You're going to do a brain dump so we can get all the the busy kind of thoughts out and, you know, calm down, transition into sleep or transition into something else that's not focused on work. And then I want you to ensure that you're going to get ready. If your space is at home, go do it. After, after, After listening to Professional DNA today, go get your space ready. If you're not listening on Sunday and it's after the fact and you're listening later in the week, that's okay. Go get your space ready for the next day. Okay? If it's at work, get your space ready the next time you walk into that workstation or in your office or what have you. Get your space ready and let's get it set up for success. Let's get it set up for you to be productive. All right, number five, last strategy here. Number five, this is the big one and it's all around self-care. You have to be able to create time to relax and unwind. Self-care is critical. Your mental health and well-being matters. Don't let anyone tell you anything different. It does. Self, what does self-care look like for you, right? For some people, it looks like going to the spa. For some people, it looks like playing a game of basketball. Or it looks like watching their favorite show. Whatever it may be. You absolutely have to find time to relax and unwind. I love the self-care Sundays. I see tons about it. And every single Sunday, people are posting on social media all these different strategies and tactics and things you can do for self-care. I'm going to encourage you that you need to do something in the space of self-care daily. You need to do something that allows you to relax and unwind daily. In this day and age, there's so much happening in our professional journey. There's so much happening in the workspace. Um, There's uncertainty and change, especially as the pandemic has impacted companies and organizations in a way that many just were not prepared for. We're still dealing with a lot of that. And there could be um, heightened stress and there could be just kind of, you know, a higher demand for, for you and what you have to bring to the workspace every single day. So you have to find a time to relax and unwind and whatever that looks like for you that is not work related. So I don't mean having a glass of wine at your desk while you're still working. That is not relaxing and unwinding. I'm talking to myself. (laughs) That's not relaxing and unwinding. I need you to really identify actual moments and actions that you can take where you can just take a deep breath and excel and relax and unwind. It will do wonders for your mental health. It will do wonders for your ability to just reset, right? So that you can um, really make sure that you're taking care of your well-being and that you are practicing self-care, not just on Sundays, but every day. Take care of yourself every day. You know, again, so that's number five. That's number five. We all get ready uh, differently right? We all get ready differently. But the important thing is that we get ready. The important thing is that we're really prepared for the week ahead. Again, like I said at the beginning, you know, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. 
Have a plan in place where you can ensure that you are going to have a productive week. And the way you can ensure that is because you're strategic about the plan to get there and you implement some strategies to get there. So we are going to wrap up. We're going to close this thing out. I'm going to recap our five strategies. I'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back. This has been awesome. Talking about getting ready for the week ahead. You know, let's get rid of those Monday scaries. Let's get rid of those Sunday scaries. Let's be in a mode of ready, set, go and really prepping for the week ahead so that we can be productive. So we talked about five strategies today. One, I want you to make a to-do list and you can choose when you make that list. Are you making it at the end of the work week as kind of a recap to get you ready for the next week? Or are you going to take some time on Sunday, which that's what I do, is take some time on Sunday and sit down and talk and really talk yourself through, you know, what does that week look like ahead and make your to-do list from there. Number two, I want you to visualize the week ahead. How do you want to show up next week? What is it that you want to happen? What is it that needs to happen differently than it has in previous weeks in order for you to be productive, right? So really visualize it, see it so that you can make it a reality. But you got to take the time to really think through what you want it to be, how you want it to be differently. And then what are the steps? What are the actions that you can take to actually get your week to be different in the weeks ahead? But first, you got to visualize to know what you want it to be. Number three was all about doing a brain dump. We got to clear our minds. We got to clear our heads and really get rid of those, like I said, quote unquote, busy thoughts. Journal those thoughts, put them in notes on your phone, write them down on a tablet so that you can either transition to sleep, right? So you've got a clear head and you're not just thinking and have a thousand thoughts going on at once in your brain, or you're transitioning to something else that's not focused on work. Whichever you need to transition to, do a brain dump. Number four, get ready. Get your space ready. Get the workspace ready. Whatever it may be. Get your environment, your productive atmosphere. What does that look like? Whether if you're working remotely from home or you are um, in the office, what does that look like? What things do you need to remove from your workspace, remove um, access to so that you can actually be productive? Or what are things that you might need to add? Things that if you add, they'll be a little bit more conducive for your productivity. Lastly, number five, super important is to relax and unwind. Self-care is critical, but it's not just critical for one day. Self-care Sundays are amazing, but I want you to practice self-care every single day and find a moment in time where you relax and unwind and that you're doing something completely opposite of work that's only for you. Um, and, And it helps you kind of get to a place where you can just take a deep breath and reset, whatever that may be. Guys, we all get ready for the week differently. And some of you up until today may not have been prepping for your week at all. And and that's okay because now you can. What I say, we're no longer just interested in what my good week might look like. I'm no longer interested in how I can be more productive. I'm committed, right? I want you to be committed. Shift from interested to committed. Be in a committed relationship with your professional journey. Because it is only that that is going to help you continue to strive to get to the next level in your career. So guys, that's it. That's all I have for you this week. 
I hope that was helpful. I would love to hear from you. Please send me an email, info at yourprofessionaldna.com. I'd love to know what other topics you want to hear about. Uh, what are some things that you're challenged with so we can dig in um, with on them together? I'd love for you to you know send me a DM on Instagram. Our Instagram is at professional underscore DNA. If you're not following us on Instagram, please do so. Talking about strategies and tips and tactics all the time um, on professional DNA and uh, also sharing things on episodes that we're, you know, having here weekly together and so much more. So I really encourage you to do that as well. And then of course, visit yourpdna.com. That's our website. Check out the new course discovery. It's for you. And if you're not sure if it's for you, let's talk. Let's talk. Book a free discovery call and let's talk about it. How can we get you to the next level? Let's have a conversation about what that might look like so that we can get you to your future self. You guys know that I absolutely believe wholeheartedly that you have everything inside of you to be your best unique self. And what's that? That's your professional DNA. I will talk with you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.